Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ezekiel chapter 16, verses 35 through 43. This is our third day in chapter 16. We said at the outset that this is probably the most infamous chapter in the book of Ezekiel, primarily because of its violence. We're going to get into some of that and its shocking sexual language. We need to remember as we look at this, this is a metaphor. God is using a metaphor through Ezekiel the prophet, and he is describing Jerusalem the city of his chosen people, the crown jewel of his chosen people, the city that held the temple, which held the presence of God. He is using this metaphor of a bride, a bride who was brought into existence and sustained and nourished by the Lord, who would become her husband. And then she was faithless and she cheated on him with other nations, with other gods. And as you read this, if you don't remember that this is a metaphor describing Jerusalem, it can start to get concerning. Now, we should say this, that in the Old Testament, and even in the New Testament, adultery was a crime that was punishable by death. So it was a very serious crime, and the punishment was very, very serious. But even in this text here, it's going to go beyond what the normal punishment for adultery would be. And we need to remember that this is in reference not to a real woman, but in reference to the city of Jerusalem and what's going to happen to Jerusalem because of Jerusalem's unfaithfulness to the Lord. Therefore, O prostitute, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, because your lust was poured out and your nakedness uncovered in your whorings with your lovers and with all your abominable idols, and because of the blood of your children that you gave them, by the way, what's that referring to? The blood of your children that you gave them. There were some of these false religions, some of these other gods that were worshiped where there was actual child sacrifice taking place. Children were being sacrificed to false gods like Molech and Obviously, God has zero time for that. Not only are they worshiping false gods, but they're killing children in the process. Totally not okay. Therefore, verse 37, Behold, I will gather all your lovers with whom you took pleasure, all those you loved and all those you hated. I will gather them against you from every side and will uncover your nakedness to them that they may see all your nakedness. In other words, Jerusalem, you're going to be totally exposed to the surrounding peoples, the ones who hated you and the ones who you loved, and I'm going to turn them against you. And I will judge you as a woman, as women who commit adultery and shed blood are judged and bring upon you the blood of wrath and jealousy. And I will give into your hands, into their hands, and they shall throw down your vaulted chamber and break down your lofty places. They shall strip you of your clothes and take your beautiful jewels and leave you naked and bare. They shall bring up a crowd against you and shall stone you and cut you to pieces with their swords. Now, dismemberment was not part of the punishment for adultery. So this is where we're getting into this metaphor of Jerusalem, and it's describing how Jerusalem is just going to be laid bare, and it's going to be torn down. Verse 41, And they shall burn your houses and execute judgments upon you in the sight of many women. I will make you stop playing the whore, and you shall also give up, give payment no more. So will I satisfy my wrath on you, and my jealousy shall depart from you. 
I will be calm and will be angry no more. Because you have not remembered the days of your youth, but have enraged me with all these things, therefore, behold, I have returned your deeds upon your head, declares the Lord God. Have you not committed lewdness in addition to all your abominations? As we said yesterday, and this is just going to be really brief, this is an important passage. I think all scripture is God-breathed. All scripture is profitable for teaching, rebuking, training, and correcting. And if that's the case, this is an important passage not to skip over. I think that there's a tendency for church people, Sunday school teachers, of course, you're not going to teach this to elementary or, or junior high age kids probably, but there's a tendency on the on the part of school, Sunday school teachers or preachers or pastors to skip over this stuff. It's just uncomfortable. But the problem is when we do that, we kind of make the indirect conclusion that actually not all of Scripture is God-breathed. And even if this is offensive, even if this is in your face, even if this seems a little bit too strong, this gives us a glimpse of the character of God. He hates sin. We talked about this yesterday. And so if this picture of God is at odds with your view of God, and you consider you're a Christian, yourself a Christian who takes the Bible seriously, then I'm sorry that's the case. I'm sorry that nobody has exposed you to this, or nobody has exposed you to the idea that God is holy, 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 and sin is the opposite of holy, and it needs to be dealt with seriously. And so one of the reasons we're doing this Bible overview, one of the reasons we're landing real long, relatively at least three days now in Ezekiel 16, is to make this point and drive it home that God is a God of justice. God takes sin seriously. And just like we said yesterday, that's not bad. It's good. And what's even more amazing is that despite his hatred for sin and abominations, despite the fact that he has to punish it severely, he still in his grace and mercy reaches out to sinners like you and me with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So hopefully this helps all of us become more aware of the seriousness of our sin. And as we become more aware of the seriousness of our sin, our depravity, the depths from which we have been saved, we are more thankful than we ever have been for the salvation that is ours through faith in Christ. And friend, if you don't have salvation through faith in Christ, I would strongly encourage you to do that. It just requires you to Tell the Lord to use Jesus Christ's perfect life and his sinless death to cover up your sin and pay the penalty that you owe God, to admit that you can't do it on your own, to receive the offer of salvation that is yours only through faith. And it's just that simple. We're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone. If you put your faith in Christ genuinely, if you confess with your mouth that he is Lord, you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. It's great news, considering how seriously God is going to deal with sin in this text and how seriously he's going to deal with sin at the end of time or at the end of our lives. It's a good thing to know that we can miss all that. We can avoid that punishment because of his love and his grace and his mercy, which was strong enough even to surpass his wrath and his judgment that we read about here. Lord, thanks for your grace. Thanks for your mercy. Thanks for the gospel. Help us to believe it. Help us to love your word, every word of it, not just the parts that feel good and are comfortable to read. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.